0: The God who um, uh, let's see, creativity you demand the God who gives joy to my youth. The God who gives joy to my youth. So that's the altar boys who are saying that. So they're they're trying to cheer him up as if to say, yes, you can ascend, you can go up to the altar, it's okay. Um, so um, there's an example of how we get that sort of um, those emotional struggles uh, in the Psalms, and we get them big time here in this Psalm 76. And in the middle, sort of, at, in the if you look at this Psalm in sort of a chiastic structure, like an X, the the there's a there's a huge uh, emphasis in the big in the in the middle of it, where King David says, "Now have I begun?" So. He's had all these troubles, but now he's renewing himself. He's 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 being renewed, rebirthed, coming to a new beginning, and uh, this. Verse, as I have said, is kind of part of the consecrated vocabulary of the Catholic, uh, ascetical and mystical life, the Catholic devotional life. Now have I begun. So it, when you, when you want to make resolutions like at Lent or Advent, um, you know, nuke chepi, right? Advent's important for the reason that it is the beginning of the liturgical year. So Advent itself represents a new beginning. Um, All right, so uh, there's Psalm 76, a a nice little meditation on beginnings. Um, Now, we also have the church's official liturgy, which is full of references to beginnings. And you would think that if the church would have official prayers— that those official prayers in the morning might be speaking of beginnings, since, you know, morning is kind of like the beginning of a new day, kind of like a renewal of our life, right? Just like at night, uh, it's like a mystical death. We're going into the slumber of sleep. Sleep is kind of like death, right? Well, you'd think that and you'd be right because the church does have her official morning prayers and does have her official evening prayers. Compline um, is the official evening prayer. And we talk about death, we actually we actually look at death. Uh, in Manus tuas dominicum in spiritu meum, we say, in, in um into thy hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. These are the words that our Lord said when he was dying on the cross. We say this every night at Compline, the last prayer of the church before going to sleep, uh, as if all sleep uh, every night is kind of an entrance into death. Uh, it may literally be so we might not wake up and that's not a joke uh, so that's something that we should really think about every night before we go to bed we should realize it. we we might wake up dead <laughs> all right so matins though now we're talking about beginnings not endings here matins begins this way now now what's matins it's it's it, the monks prayed matins at midnight so uh it was they would they would interrupt their sleep file into the chapel, and pray matins, which could be a very long office. And uh, it could last over an hour if it was in the monastic office. And then they would go back to sleep for a little bit. Okay, Some of the lives of the saints, when you read it, said, uh, fr- from matins until the, the uh, louds, he stayed up in, in the chapel, or he stayed in the choir meditating. What that meant was he didn't go back to bed and you know he 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 would have gone to bed i don't know or sometime shortly after sundown sundown would have been when Compline happened he'd have gone to bed shortly after that rise at midnight and then not go back to bed that was uh that, talk about a vigil that's that's staying awake that's watching huh that's a, a when when you read about saints um they fasted and they underwent vigils vigil means depriving yourself of sleep like this so uh anyway uh, here's how Matins begins. Domine labia mea aperies. Okay, so you take your thumb and you cross your lips. Domine labia mea aperies, which means, O Lord, open thou my lips. And the response is, Et os laudem tuam, and my mouth shall declare thy praise. And then. And then the common beginning of all the other offices comes in. Deus in adjutor mea mentende, dominando giovando me festina, which is to say, O oh God, come to my assistance. O oh Lord, make haste to help me. And then you say the Gloria Patri. Hey, but let's pay attention to something in the Gloria Patri. Let's not just make this prayer that we say multiple times a day into something of no consequence. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen hey the subject of our show comes up in the Gloria Patri. isn't that neat so we speak of the glory that's due to the holy trinity from the beginning ab initio from the beginning now and ever shall be, right? So we're talking again, beginning, middle, and end, right? So the Gloria Patri has this eternal aspect to it of the glory that was due to the Holy Trinity from all eternity and is now due from us and will be given in all eternity by all of the angels and saints in heaven. Now the office of Prime, which okay, so that's also in the morning. Um, So in the monastic, in the in the Divine Office, the first office is Matins, then Lauds, which is an office of praise, as the name suggests. Lauds, and then we get Prime. Now. Prime it could be offered in the in, in would generally be offered in the daylight as this hymn that we're about to read would suggest. So louds could still be in the dark and it would be before mass. Um, then uh, they would offer um, they would offer prime when when they probably offer prime before mass too because they'd offer prime then terse, then mass at nine o'clock and in the Uh, Benedictine Monastery's Mass is generally at 9 o'clock. And you might think, yeah, that's late, but that's the conventual Mass. That's the Mass where all the monks are present. Okay, so this is the hymn at Prime, which, again, around sunrise. Now in the sun's new dawning ray, lowly of heart, our God, we pray that he from harm may keep us free in all the deeds this day shall see may fear of him our tongues restrain lest strife unguarded speech should stain his favoring care our guardian be lest our eyes feed on vanity may every heart be pure from sin and folly find no place therein scant need of food excess denied wear down in us the body's pride that when the light of day is gone and night in course shall follow on We, free from cares the world affords, may chant the praise that is our Lord's. All loud to God the Father be, all praise, eternal Son to thee. All glory, as is ever meet, to God the holy paraclete, amen. Now, again, this is from the Office of Prime. There's no direct reference to beginnings, but it tells you about the beginning of the day, the new dawning day, the sun's new dawning day. So, and the whole thing is, the prayer is as if it were, the hymn is as if. The hymn is as if it were reaching across the entirety of the day, saying, basically, bless all this, and may we not fall into these sins, may we not fall into these excesses, so that when we come to Compline, we might be able to chant your praises. Okay, so later on in Prime, I'm going to read you a few other prayers that all come right in succession later on in Prime. O Lord, Almighty God, King of heaven and earth, Savior of the world, bless, lead, rule, and govern our hearts and our bodies, our senses, words, and deeds today, following thy law and commandments, that here and for eternity with thy help we shall be saved in freedom, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Again, it's consecrating the entire day. When? At the sunrise, right? When the day's beginning still. And then uh, grant Lord a blessing, uh, then there's a benediction, may Almighty God arrange our deeds and our day in his peace. And then we get a short reading from Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, and the Lord direct your hearts in the charity of God and the patience of Christ, but now our Lord have mercy on us, thanks be to God. Again, the whole thing is focusing the day, but from the perspective of the beginning, let's... Let's get it right today, guys. You know, let's ask for God's help today so that we might um, be directed in the love of God and in Christ's patience. by the way don't don't despise these these words that aren't highfalutin and fancy the lord direct our hearts and the charity of god and the patience of christ is asking for an awful lot (laughs) it's asking that we might have god's love in our souls at every time and that we might have christ's patience and when we ask for christ's patience remember patience is etymologically related to the word for passion right to suffer to undergo may we be able to imitate christ in his in his suffering so the church's realism here is suggesting that you know hey We uh, are going to suffer today, so let's have the patience of Christ and suffer well. Everybody suffers. The patient man suffers well. Um, Another way that we can talk about beginnings is to speak in terms of resolutions. So when we make a resolution, okay... I'm not going to commit that sin anymore. I'm going to resolve that I'm going to take up this new practice. This particular prayer is going to become the way I begin the day from now on, or that particular practice or good habit, this virtue is going to be something I'm going to work on now to acquire. These are all things that we talk about um, as resolutions. These are all resolutions. Each one of them marks a new beginning. Each resolution is a nunc Each resolution is a now have I begun. Also the taking of religious vows, right? The taking of any vows. We referred earlier to baptism, now there are implicit vows in baptism. Um, but there are uh, also the vows that we profess uh, in religion, poverty, chastity, and obedience, there are private vows. And oaths, okay, those are also beginnings. I and mean, you're saying, "I'm going to do this thing now. I'm going to live this particular mode of life, or I'm going to take up this practice, or I vow that I'm going to make this donation, or something like that." That actually is a, a, a mark something of a beginning. We did a show earlier on on oaths and vows. So take everything there and sort of wrap it up in this. It marks something of a new beginning for us. The renewal of vows is kind of a re-beginning, isn't it? Um, when when you when religious takes the vows of poverty, chastity, obedience, there's usually the temporary there's a, the period of temporary profession. It can it differs from different congregations, and then there's some per- permanent or perpetual profession, and that marks the you know the, the final commitment, you know the the the, the, uh, the full time you know, perpetual commitment to be in vows.